The gospel for today comes from the gospel of Mark, the first chapter. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught as one having authority, not as one of the scribes. Just then, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, peace, and Mercy to you from God our Father, from our Lord and our Savior Jesus the Christ, and the Holy Spirit who unites us in faith. Amen. A friend of mine from college had an interesting way of filling his free time. He would climb up the exteriors of buildings on campus. This all happened at Valparaiso University, so at least one of his adventures took place on this building, the Chapel of the Resurrection, which is 60 or so feet high. His attitude toward life was engaging, fresh, and often quite different from mine. I always rode a bike always with the helmet firmly attached. He had a skateboard. I played cards and video games in the dorm. He came up with crazy pranks to pull off on campus. I was concerned about following the rules. He pushed boundaries. I kept my feet firmly on the ground. He did not. Well, I kept my feet firmly on the ground until the day I finally went with him to climb a campus building. I didn't attempt that until our senior year, and in all reality, it was little more than an attempt to impress the girl that I had recently started dating. We all made it up on the roof and safely back down without falling or breaking any bones. She must have been impressed because we kept dating and eventually we married. I asked my friend if he was okay with me talking about him and his campus climbing adventures for my sermon illustration. I certainly caught him off guard. He joked that he wasn't aware of the story of Jesus climbing the temple. However, I reminded him there actually is a story about Jesus climbing the temple. It's found in Luke chapter 4, verse 9, which reads, the devil placed Jesus on the pinnacle of the temple. So it all makes sense now. The devil made him do it. I'm not advocating for people to go out and scale the facades of buildings. 
And that's not exactly what inspires me about my friend. I am inspired by his impulse to push against the rules, the norms and expectations in order to serve others. You see, this same friend graduated and found his way down to Guatemala to work with people who lived in landfills. That takes a serious boundary-pushing impulse. I hope you are blessed with a friend like this, someone who helps you see new possibilities. A friend like this keeps you on your toes. A friend like this helps you understand that at least some rules are made to be broken. And in this way, my friend modeled an aspect of Jesus' life that is often disregarded or at least not paid much attention to by the Western Christian church. See, what we forget is that Jesus was ornery. And this is evident in the miracles he performed, the wisdom he taught, the friends that he made, the freedom with which he lived his life, and the way he understood and related to God. All of it clashed against the customs and the rules of the time. See, ornery Jesus reserved his most radical and controversial actions for the Sabbath day, the day when absolutely no work was to be done. It's safe to assume Jesus was fairly low-key throughout the week, but as soon as the sun goes down on a Friday night, Jesus would get that look in his eye that suggested he was ready to break some rules because some rules need to be broken. In the gospel story for today, Jesus is teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. And he's not teaching like everyone else teaches. This guy is impressive. He's engaging, authoritative, and exciting. He's pushing boundaries. It's the Jesus that's the skateboard riding, thrill-seeking, excels at everything kind of guy, captivating a room full of rule followers, wearing safety glasses and pocket protectors and bike helmets or whatever the equivalent was 2,000 years ago. He is, an he is addressing an assembly of people whose power is perfectly preserved by the rules they impose and enforce. But here they are, eating up Jesus' every word. They begin to see that the rules should inspire and enable all people to thrive. They start to wonder, maybe someone other than a priest really can forgive sins in God's name. Maybe people should be allowed to be healed on a Sabbath day. Maybe sinners, tax collectors, and prostitutes are worthy companions with whom to sit down and break bread. And then someone in the assembly recognizes what Jesus is doing and calls him out. I know who you are. You will destroy us. Scripture says this is the voice of an unclean spirit. 
The unclean spirit has found a host in this religious man preoccupied with his own power. This unclean spirit is threatened by anyone suggesting there is a life to be lived beyond the rules, regulations, and structures that preserve the power and privilege of the elite. The voice insists that what matters in life is to follow the rules so that you can keep your cupboards and your treasure chests full even if those same rules mean others are denied their fair share. Notice that Jesus does not sit quietly and listen to the concerns of the unclean spirit. He does not allow the voice of lies, deceit, and unbelief to utter another single word. He has no time to waste rationalizing with such narrow-mindedness. Instead, Jesus commands the unclean spirit to be silenced and to come out of the man. And it does. And all are amazed. I like to think that among those who witnessed the event in the synagogue that Sabbath day, many, most, felt free when they left. Emboldened to push the limits of society, ready to treat people with more respect and compassion than they had before. However, there were some in the assembly that day whose hearts were hardened against the gospel that Jesus was proclaiming. Hardened against the good news they were hearing and even witnessing with their own eyes. They saw Jesus as nothing but an ornery rule breaker. And when your identity, your value, your salvation is tied up in maintaining the rules even if those rules oppress others, well, then ornery rule breakers must be stopped at any cost. We know what comes next in this story. These men would conspire with other powerful people to rid themselves of this rebellious Jesus once and for all, and they would, of course, fail. Fortunately for human civilization, history is full of examples of people who have been in touch with the rebellious nature of the universal Christ and have gotten into some good trouble, as the late Georgia representative John Lewis liked to call it. John Lewis leading the crowd of Southerners across the Edmund Pettus Bridge to register to vote. Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu raising the world's awareness of the sins of apartheid in South Africa. Malala Yousafzai shot in the head for demanding that girls be given the right to be educated only to survive and find an even louder voice. And these are just a few of the stories that we all know well. But each day there are people who challenge rules and assumptions that only serve to preserve the power of the privileged. They get into some good trouble. 
God did not send Jesus into the world to sanction our worldly preoccupation with power and privilege. God sent Jesus into the world to expose the sin of humankind. To teach us a more beautiful way for all people. And to remind us that we are forgiven when we fail to follow that more beautiful way. So in the coming days and weeks, I encourage you to get to know ornery Jesus. Ornery Jesus calls out injustice. Ornery Jesus calls out the unclean spirits that tell us our salvation lies in our power and privilege. Ornery Jesus looks at an obstacle as intimidating as a 60-foot brick wall and says, Oh yeah, we can make it up there. Amen.